Welcome to Epiphany Brooklyn's podcast. I am Brandon Watts, lead pastor here at Epiph. Thanks so much for tuning in. Our desire is to join Jesus in his mission to redeem our city. May God bless you as you listen and consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Grace and peace. Serve a powerful God. If you serve a powerful God, Epiphany Church, I'm going to need you to give a little bit more energy. If you were praising me, you know, that would be good enough. But if you're praising a God... A powerful God, a God that rescued you, that, that, that gave you salvation, that gave you love, that gave you peace. If we could just continue to praise him. This, I, I know we, 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 didn't, we didn't come out of our, our, our beds. We didn't get dressed today. We didn't do that to, to come sit pretty. We came to worship. This is a house of worship. You know, they, they say like um, in the upper room, I consider this is the upper room, you know, we, we preparing the, the bottom room, but this is the upper room. The upper room was a house of praise. It was a house of worship. And we came here to worship and we could just praise our living God today. If you could just open your mouth and verbally thank the God. Thank you because he, he loves you. Thank you. Thank him because he loves you. I was just sitting on the side and just thinking about the goodness of the Lord and God's grace over my life. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what your life was like, but my life was like a mess before I knew Jesus Christ. But now I have a new hope. And I don't know what type of hope you have. I have a new hope in Jesus Christ. So please just worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Even in your seat, even in your silence, worship him. Worship him. You guys can have a seat. You guys can have a seat. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hey, how you guys doing? All right, I'm, I'm going to need y'all to give me a little bit of energy, you know what I mean? I only preach every so often, so I'm going to need y'all guys to talk back, interact with me, you know what I mean? I, my name is uh, Pastor Timmy. Some people call me PT. PT. Some people call me PTO. Um, <laughs> you know, time off, yeah, time off. Uh, but uh, I have the privilege, honor, and pleasure to, to preach the Word of God and I am a, a co-laborer with, with this man right here, Pastor Brandon. If we can just give a shout out to Pastor Brandon and, and Lady Ty, you know, um, you know, I, I, as, a, as an elder, I, I see a lot of the, the behind the scenes stuff and, uh, you know, the amount of sacrifice and the amount of de- dedication that, that, that this family, like, gives to this church. They care so much and love so much about this church and each and every individual that comes into this place. They pray for you guys consistently. So I definitely, you know, they, the, in, the, in the word it says that uh, the, the elders, the, the, the leaders, the pastors of the church are, are worthy of do, double honor. And that, that is so with Pastor Brandon. That is so with Ty. So make sure y'all, y'all praying for them. Make sure y'all loving on them. You know, it, it is really important that, that uh, you guys are praying for them. So, um, I am going to preach the word of God. I'm not going to be uh, before you too long, but I, I kind of want to take a different approach today. I want us, you know, I think a lot of the times when you know people are are preaching, they they they, uh, you know, the we kind of have like you're just looking at the at somebody and just receiving information. But today, I want us to get a little a little bit reflective, a little bit introspective. I really just want us to think. You know, if you're not going to talk, at least think, at least have these deep thoughts. I'm going to give you moments to just really, you know, penetrate and, and, and really meditate on, on the word that we're going to talk about. The scripture today that we are going to be 
reading and going through is John 5, verse 37 to 44. So if you can open up your Bibles, John 5, verse 34. Y'all there? All right, two of you guys are there. I'll, I'll be reading it with you guys. Uh, so the word of the Lord says, And the Father who sent me has himself bore witness about me. His verse you have not heard, his form you have not seen, and you do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe the one whom he has sent. You search the scriptures because you think in them you have eternal life, and it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. You do not, I do not receive glory from people, but I know that you do not have the love of God within you. I come in my Father's name and I do not, and you do not receive me. If another man comes in his own name, you receive him. How can you believe when you have received glory from one another and you do not seek the glory that comes from God? Today's scripture, the sermon that, that, that we'll be uh, talking about, it's, it's going to be Search the Scriptures. That's the title of the sermon. Search the Scriptures. All right, let's pray. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for this time, O oh Lord. We thank you for just, just the, your presence, O oh Lord. If, if, we, if, if your presence is not here, we, we do this all in vain, O oh Lord. We thank you for uh, just your people, your body, O oh Lord. And, and we just pray that, that your revelation comes, O oh Lord. We don't want to come today and, and, and leave the same, oh Lord. We want to come and, and abide in your word. And we want to really receive something new, oh Lord. Your revelation is, 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 it changes lives, oh Lord. We want our lives changed, oh Lord. We pray that, that veils get lifted off of eyes, oh Lord. We pray that, that chains get broken today, oh Lord. We pray that somebody receives you, oh Lord. Pray that somebody receives revelation to, uh, of you, O oh Lord. We pray all that in your beautiful name. Amen and amen. Amen. Search the scriptures. Search the scriptures. Um, last year, in January 2020, uh, there was this uh, controversial Netflix show. I don't know if any of you, you've heard of it. It's, it's, it's called Messiah. Have, have any of you guys watched the show Messiah? Anybody? Anybody? One, two, two people, two people. How was it? Was it a good show? You liked it. You liked it. It was good. It got canceled. It wasn't that good, I guess, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, it was a real controversial show because, you know, the reason why it was, it was controversial, it, 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 they, they, there was a CIA agent that did an investigation on this, this, this religious figure and some people called him the Messiah. Some people called, thought of him as divine. But there were other people that thought that he was this, this menace, this, uh, this terrorist, this, this figure, this political figure that, that is trying to, you know, eradicate all, um, you know, authoritative voices, all types of government, trying to dethrone that, that, that government. And, and the, the premise of, of the, the whole entire show was... What would, be, what would be humanity's response to the Messiah? 
Like, how, how, would, how would we know? How would we know that this person was telling the truth? How would we know that, you know, if they're, you know, a, a, like a false leader or, or like, a, like a false deity? How would we know? What would, what, what would it look like to have a modern-day Messiah? And, and that, that made me pose the question. I, I really, like, took that, 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 that premise and, and, and kind of thought about, like, what, what would a modern-day Messiah look like? Like, if, if Jesus Christ were to come down right now, would we be able to identify them? Would we be able to identify him? Would we be able to identify Jesus? Like, say a man walks in today, walks into Epiphany Church saying that the kingdom of the Lord is upon us. Would we be able to, to identify and hear Christ? Would we be able to say, like, receive Jesus today. Funny enough, when, <laughs> when we were starting a church, we was actually in the voodoo lounge. I don't know, I don't know if you remember this, Pastor B, but there was a, a participant that would come on a weekly basis, and a couple weeks into coming, he said that, I am the revealed Jesus Christ. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> the, uh, and he was... He was not, <laughs> clearly, he was not, and, and Pastor B literally just kicked them out. Like, I mean, not, lovingly, 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 but, you know, that type of heresy is serious, you know. But what, what, what if Jesus were to come? Like, how would we know that he's here? And that's, that's, that's my, my main thesis today. That's what I really want us to think. Like, how will we know that Jesus is here? I think that a lot of people think that they would, no, like, me, I would know my God, the way that the relationship with my God works, like, you know, I would know Jesus. You know, I, I, you know, Jesus is my BFF. Jesus is my homeboy. Jesus is my, you know, my boyfriend. I don't know why girls do that sometimes. Jesus is my, my boyfriend, you know what I mean? It's like, I, you know, I was just doing the 21-day walk with Jesus, devotional in the Bible app. You know, I would know Jesus. I think that a lot of us just assume that, you know, if Jesus were to come today, we would know what he would look like. We would know how he would talk. We would know what he would say. But I think that would be a little bit difficult, a little bit more difficult than we, we, we can imagine. When we see uh, John 5, we see that the Pharisees, you know, have this encounter with Jesus, and it's clear that they don't, they don't know who he is. It is clear that they, they see this person as, as, as a stumbling block and not the pathway to salvation. The, the, the background in, in chapter 5, earlier in the chapter, Jesus had, had healed a paralyzed man. He had healed a paralyzed man, and, and Jesus told him to take the mat and walk. So he took the mat, and he walked into the synagogue with the mat. And the thing about, the thing about uh, the, what happened, what, how he, when he was healed, he was healed on the Sabbath, and he was holding the mat, and, and the Pharisees were in an uproar. They were, like, so, like, crazed about him holding the mat. And he wasn't, they weren't uh, in an uproar about, you know, that he was healed, that this man's life changed, that he was able to, you know, he was, I, I believe um, when I was reading this, the text, he was, he was uh, paralyzed for 35 years. 
and, he, and instantly Jesus was able to, to heal them. They weren't amazed by that, but they, the, the reason why they had the uproar was because somebody was holding a mat on the Sabbath. That's why they were so furious. And, and, and the Sabbath is big. Obviously, we know the Sabbath, there's, there's, you know, we want to rest on the Sabbath. But what the Pharisees did, they added some additional rules to the rules that, that would happen in the Mosaic law. So they would add, uh, the rule is, you know, rest on the Sabbath. But to be a little bit more specific, they added a little bit of rules. But you can, you can walk about this mile, this many miles, but you can't walk more than five miles. You can, you can, you can carry a pencil, but you, you can't carry a mat because that's too much weight and that's too much work. They would add these, these, these man-made commands on the, on, on the, on the commands that, that, that God had already given us. And they were, they were furious. They, needed, they wanted to uphold their own commands. They wanted to uphold what, what they established. So they see the guy and they say, like, why are you holding this mat? Why are you holding this mat? That's, this, this is unlawful. You got to put it down. And, and, and the, the healed man says, I was healed, and, and, and the man that healed me told me to carry my mat, so I'm carrying my mat. They ask him, who is that guy? Who is that guy? Who's telling you to be unlawful? We got to go and check him. They go, and the man didn't know exactly who Jesus was, but then he saw him preaching in a synagogue, and he's like, that's the man. Jesus, that's the guy. He's the one who healed me. So... The Pharisees go up to him and, and they, they, they do this like, like, like little G check. Like they, while he's, that's crazy. Could you imagine like, like preaching? I don't know if you guys ever like preach or had a, had a, uh, like, like a presentation where you're in front of a whole bunch of people. Imagine like a bunch of people crowding you while you're trying to communicate. That's a little, little rude. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, but they come to him and they, they, they accuse him of like, why? Why are you healing on the Sabbath? Why are you healing on the Sabbath, right? And Jesus has this, this unabashed, really like nonchalant response. Is he's saying like, is my father not working? I'm one with my father. So if my father's working, I'm working. That, that's smooth. I like that. Jesus is a smooth guy, right? And that that was a huge issue for the Pharisees. It was such a big deal for the Pharisees because it does two things, right? It does, you know, obviously when he says that I'm one with the Father, that, that God is my Father, not, not, not God is my spiritual Father, God is my actual Father. When he does that, it, it, it makes him divine. It makes him divinity, right? It makes him divinity, and that's blasphemous, if, like we said, if somebody said that, oh, God is my father and I am, I am deity, I am God-like, we would think they're crazy, right? So they thought in their mind that Jesus was this blasphemous guy. And the second thing that, 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 that really ticked them off is because when Jesus says and heals and tells people to do something on the Sabbath, it takes away their authority, it undermines and nullifies their own authority. So this is a big deal. This is a big problem for the Pharisees. And, and we, see, we see it in the chapter. Let's, let's go to, to, to 34. I'm sorry, 37. We, let's read 37 to 38. Verse 37 says, And the Father who sent me 
has himself bore witness about me. His voice you have never heard, and his form you have never seen, and you do not have his word abiding. Very, very important word. If you have a Bible, circle that word, underline it, highlight it. You do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe the one whom he sent. He does not have the word abiding in you. That, that word is so important. One of the ways that you can study the Bible is you can do a word study, right? Doing a word study is you taking the word, getting, getting the root meaning of the word, getting where, where that word comes from. If you read uh, the text, this was written in the Greek. This, the word abiding is, is, is minu, and, and what it really means is, is rest in, is to dwell in, is to reside in, is to accept and to act in accordance to, right? They said, Jesus said that you do not have your abiding word in you, and that's the reason why you don't know me. And that's, I, I, I'm, when I think about that, it's just like, these Pharisees know the word, <laughs> They know the word. They have the word memorized. They know the word so well that they, it's, it, and, and <laughs> something about the Hebrew language that I learned that it's tonal. There's a lot of huh, a lot of huh sounds, very tonal language. It's, they've memorized all the tones. They, they know what the scripture is, and, and, and they said that there's no abiding word in you. And I, I'm, I'm, I was confused, like, there's no abiding word in you. There's no abiding word. Like, there's a difference between knowing and knowing about, right? There's a difference between actually, like, you know, like, knowing about, getting some information, knowing, having some information, being able to, to recite some information, and actually having a closeness with it, having a kinship with the word, having a kinship with the information, um, before, before I knew, knew Christ, um, <laughs> I used to be out a lot, especially in college. And um, I was, I actually, I was, yeah, I was in the streets. Yes. These streets. Yes. Uh, yes. Thank you for redemption. Yeah, we, we, we're very grateful for redemption. But before that, I was at this party in, in, a, in a venue similar to this. Similar to this. We thank God that this is redeemed to a church. Amen. And there was some, this, this party was dope. It was so good. You know, the music was good. It was like a southern hip-hop party. You know, the, the party was good when it's called Grits and Biscuits. Like, there was a lot of throwing bowls, a lot of swag surfing. Like, it was great. It was an awesome party. I had a great time. But there was some rumbling going on. There's a lot of commotion going on. And um, in, I, I realized in the corner, about where, where Josh is for me, that that Jay-Z and Beyonce were, were in the same party as me. And crazy, right? Crazy, right? Jay-Z and Beyonce, I'm looking to the right. I see Jay-Z eye to eye. I'm like, as soon as I do that, I'm, I'm tweeting, hey, I'm partying with Jay-Z. We live, you know. I'm, I'm over here, like, taking blurry pictures. You know, this was back in the day. They, had the, they didn't have the, the, the HD pictures. They had the blurry pictures. I'm taking blurry pictures, like, hey. That's him, I promise you. The, the blurry dot, that's him. You know what I mean? And, and you know, at the end of the night, he, he has to walk past me to, to get out. And, and 
he acknowledges me. He goes and he gives me a dap on the hand. I'm like, yo, Jay-Z, dap me up. Like, this is crazy. Like, like you would have thought, like, I, I thought that I, I was close with him. I thought I, I, I knew him. I, I would have thought that I would have gotten some invitation to, to the Rock Nation brunch. I thought that we were, we were cool, like, at that point. And, and, and I was fronting, like, I, you know, I really knew him, and, and, and I was taking pictures like I actually knew him. But I didn't know Jay-Z. I didn't. I, I didn't know Jay-Z. I know, I know about Jay-Z. I know, I know that he has, like... 21 Grammys, I know that he has 13 studio single albums that all went platinum, I know that his birthday was on December 4th. I know about Jay-Z, but I don't know, I don't know Jay-Z, right? I don't know Jay-Z, and, I've, and I've, I have this, this fear, I have this fear as, as an elder of a church, I have this fear that we know the Lord the way that I know Jay-Z, Right? I have this fear that I know I, we, we, we have this relationship that we can just spit out just different facts about God. We have a relationship where we could just talk about the Lord. But do, do we actually know? Do we have a relationship? Are we known by the Lord? I, 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 I'm, I have that fear. And, and it's easy. It's easy to, to come in here. And to, to, to pretend like, like you're spiritual is really easy. You know, you, could, you go in, especially when you're doing worship, when you, when you do one of these during worship, right? When you do one of these, when you do one of these during worship, like you could look super spiritual. You could be at every sermon. You could be at every service. You could do double services all the Sundays that we have it. But, but are, we, are we abiding in the word, in, the word in, in God's word? We can know. We can't, like... The, the retort of, of, of just, just taking information and spit it out is not enough. It's not enough. We get to the, to, let's, let's, let's keep reading. If, if we go into verse 39, it says that you search the scriptures because in they, oh, sorry, we search the scriptures because you, that's important, you, you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, but it is they that bear witness about me. This is, <laughs> this is like, 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 like serious, like, you know what I mean? Because like, I, I, I like, I, I, one of the things that I, I really wanted us to, to, to ponder and think about is, is the idea of, of the Pharisees. I'm going to play like angel advocate, because I don't do that, that devil's advocate stuff. I'm like charismatic like that. Like I don't, we don't do that stuff. But I want us to think about like the, 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 the Pharisee's perspective, right? The Pharisee, it says it in the word. Jesus says it. You search the scriptures because you think in them you have eternal life. These people are working hard. They, they want to see heaven. They want eternal life. They want eternal life so bad that they would read all of the, the Torah and memorize it, that they would know all of the Mosaic law and be blameless of the Mosaic law. 
they, they want it so bad. Like, think about how much that you have to sacrifice. I barely can learn a couple of Bible verses and memorize them. For them to sit down and set the time and, 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 and really, like, be zealous about the word, you, you really have to have some type of passion. You have to have some type of desire. And I think the, the sometimes when we, when we look at the Pharisees, sometimes we, we look at it as a 2020, we see, that, oh, we see the Pharisees as the bad guys, we see Jesus as the good guy, and, and that's it. But you know, these, the Pharisee, we're more like the Pharisees than, than Jesus. We're way more like the Pharisees than Jesus. So they say that they were seeking for salvation, but it says, you think that you have eternal life. They, they were, Jesus is telling you, telling, telling the Pharisees that you think that you can earn your eternal life. You think that you can read and you can do the, the, the task and you can, you know, you can check off everything off the checkbox and you can receive eternal life. But that's not possible. Eternal life is in me. Eternal life is in me. But you know, it, it, it's, it, you, 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 I, again, I just pity the, the, the uh, I pity the Pharisee because they, they're trying. They're trying for righteousness. They're trying to, to, to be faithful and steadfast. They're, they're, you, you could see it. You could see it. Like, one of the things that, that why I relate to them, I, I was thinking about, like, the Bible app. Um, I, I have this love-hate relationship with the Bible app. I'm not going to lie. How many of you guys have the Bible app? Everybody. This is a millennial church, so everybody got the Bible app, right? So think about the Bible app. Like, one of the things that I, I despise about the Bible app is, is when they say, that message comes up, do you love the Bible app? I hate, I, I just, it's just cringy. It's cringy. So, because, like, if I say no, what, am I going to hell now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I, and then if I say yes, I'm just saying yes because I can't say no. Like, I, I hate that question. That was one of the things that I hate about the Bible app. And the second thing that I, I really started to dislike about the Bible app is the, is, is the streak. You know it. You know it. Because at first I thought it was good because when I was going on and I would realize that I'm on a streak. Oh, I'm on a roll. Reading my word is great. When you get to that 15 day, 16 day, <laughs> you get to that 20th day, you start reading anything. <laughs> you start reading Jesus wept. I'm not even, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm, a, I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> when I was at day like 15, I read John 3, 16, four days in a row. I'm not even, I'm not even gonna lie to you. That's, that's just what I was doing just so I can hit the street. I felt like, like I was accomplishing something and I was having some type of righteousness, some type of, um, you know, like I was, I was getting somewhere. It was some type of achievement, some type of like trophy. And on, on, the, on the, the opposite end, like when you miss out that one day after the 15th, you are devastated. I'm devastated. I felt so like after 15 days, after 30 days and, and you're not on the Bible app for one day, you feel really bad. You feel like, like you're, you're a little less holy than you were the, the, yes, the last day, right? But it... With, this, with, with these apps, it's, it's really not about what you're actually reading. It's, it's not about how much you read. It's about who you're reading about, right? Jesus said that you search the scriptures and you think that you have a time in life about them, but they bear witness about me. They will bear witness about me. It's, it's, and, and 
you think about understanding the word, think about the, the, the prophets, right? The, the, the Pharisees would know the major and minor prophets, and all them prophesied about Jesus Christ. They all prophesied about the coming of the Messiah, right? They all come, talk about, um, about uh, revelations of when the Messiah would come, the need for a Messiah, but, but the Pharisees still were trying to, to, to earn their own salvation, and it's impossible. Jesus is telling us that it's impossible. Um, let's, let's continue. Let's continue. So, verse 40. Verse 40. Yet you refuse to come with me that you may have life. I do not receive glory from people, but I know that you do not have the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If anyone comes in their own name, you will receive them. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and don't seek the glory from God? Yeah, that. I think that this is piercing for me. It's piercing for me because, uh, you know, there's moments where, where, where I, when I read the Bible, I ask myself, like, am, am, I, am, am, am I heart being changed? Like, am, am I actions being changed? The way that I talk, the way that I, I walk, the way that I treat people, how, are they changing? It, it is clear in these verses that, that, that Jesus is talking about application. It is clear that, that he, he said you don't have the love of God within you. <laughs> the whole scripture is, is God's expression of love. It's a big love story. And, 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 and the, the manifestation of God's love brings us Jesus Christ. So if we don't love after we read the scriptures... We don't have the love of God within us. That's crazy. Like, how, how would it be if we, if we were to read a whole love letter from your partner and, 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 and not understand that that's a love letter from you? Like, this, this whole scripture is a love letter to us. And the manifestation, the physical manifestation of God's love is in Jesus Christ, Right? But the thing that the Pharisees love, they love the, they love the word of God, but they love the word of God because it gives them some type of influence. It gives them some type of glory. It gives them some type of, of like stature and, 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 and power, you know, and some type of like, like if, if, if they were in the like social media area, they, they would get the, because they know the word, they would get the blue check. They would have influencer in their Bible, bios, you know what I mean? And if, if, if reading the Bible, if we don't get to application, we're, we're reading in vain. We're reading in vain. I remember when uh, I was in college and I went to Rutgers University. Shout out to Rutgers. Beat number one. <laughs> All right, go Knights. Yeah. Beat number one, Purdue in basketball. I'm super excited. <laughs> Yo, you, you sound like a hater right now, but... Um, uh, but I, I, don't, I don't know how you guys did. I'm, I'm, I'm Nigerian, so, you know, I had one or two 
things that I, I, I had to choose in, 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 in my, in what I wanted to be is either a doctor or engineer. <laughs> that, that's just how it is. That's what it is. So I took a whole bunch of science classes that I was not passionate about, that I did not care about, that I did not love. And when taking those classes, I, I, because I had no interest in it, I did not study. I would do what, what we all did in, in college. We would, when there was an exam, there would, that, that day before, we would just cram, we would do all-nighters. I don't know if you guys, have you guys done any all-nighters? Would you guys cram? Uh, all you guys are just studious. You guys, you guys just, you know, reading textbooks for fun. That's what you guys do. Me, I, I, I did not care, especially bio. I hated bio so much. But there was this thing where you would, um, I, I would get these, uh, these, these, study, um, these study quizzes where they would take all the tests from all the colleges across the nation, and, and we would just do those practice exams. We would just do those practice exams, do them, keep doing them. And, and when we would see them on the actual exam, we would know what the answers was. And, and I passed, thank God. I took about four uh, bio classes, and I, and I passed all of them by God's grace, literally by God's grace. But if you were to ask me what, what, what mitochondria does, <laughs> if, if you were to ask me what... The, 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 the construction of a red blood cell, like, I, I wouldn't have nothing for you. I just wouldn't. I, I, don't, I don't know any of it because I, I had no, no true interest in it. I really had no, like, because I knew I wasn't going to be, after a while, I, didn't know, I knew I wasn't going to be a doctor. I knew I wasn't going to use this. I, 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 didn't, I knew I didn't need to apply it, so I know I, I, I just read the information just to regurgitate it out. the word of God, with the word of God, we, we have to apply it. We have to apply it. And, and we have to apply it. If we love God, if we have an interest in God, if we want to know God's characteristics, if we want to know um, what God's will is for us, if we want to know what God looks like when he comes back, we have to know the word. We have to be able to apply the word. We have to. We have to. We have to. And I'm, I'm going to just get into some application real quick. The way that, that, that we, the true way that we read the scriptures to, to really walk with God and to really abide with God is, is to be curious. It's to be curious. God has made us curious creatures. And God has not made us curious creatures not to, 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 to be on Shade Room or to, to be on gossip blogs and to be on, you know, ball alert. God is making us curious to, to get in his word. I know that, I don't know if you guys ever, watch, um, you know, you read the beginning of, of Matthew, and they have the genealogy of Jesus Christ. They have the, the whole lineage, how it got from, from, uh, from Adam to Jesus Christ, right? But how, how many people just read, read, read that and and, and just go, I don't know that name, I don't know that name, I don't know who that is, I don't know who that is, I don't know who that is. But if we were to use our curiosity, every time we see a word that we didn't, that we didn't know, every time that we saw a word or, or a person that we, 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 uh, we were confused about, if we were to look into it, if we would do the cross-reference, if we had that curiosity about the word, like... How much more 
will we know? How much more, not just for information, but how much more will we know about the character of God? How, how, we would know that, 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 that the same promise of Abraham was, was guaranteed to Jesus. We would know that, that Jesus came <clears throat> from a living, lineage of a prostitute, so anybody has salvation. Anybody has salvation. We, we would know the lineage, <clears throat> the lineage being very, that is, it would be, is, is, is super important. So be curious about the word of God. Thank you. Um, second application is the posture of your heart. Clearly, clearly when we see the Pharisees, the posture of their heart was, was really um, just hardened. It was just a means to an end. It was just getting this information so they could, you know, get this achievement. But when we, when we know that we need a savior, <laughs> when we know that we need love, when we know that we need grace, we give grace. It's the posture of the, 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 the way that we, we read the word. Um, it's the posture. And, and the third is the authority of the word. This is an authoritative word. We have to read it like so. We can't just read one part of the scripture and then dismiss the other part. This is an authoritative word that we're reading, so we have to treat it and we have to be obedient to it. So I'm just going to end this, this sermon just with the same question. What is the response to a Messiah, a modern-day Messiah? What would be your response? Would you be able to receive him? Would, would, would you be able to know his characteristics? Would you be able to be known by, by, by God? John 10, 14, it says, I'm a good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, I will lay down my life for my sheep. God is a, is a, is a beautiful God, is a loving God that cares for us, and he doesn't want to just know us. He wants to be known by us. So when we search the scriptures, we, we really just have to have the right posture. We just have to have the right mentality. Let me pray. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for just, just this thought, Lord. It's, 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 it's funny how like just one thought can just lead you through uh, just a rabbit hole of of. of of revelations, a rabbit hole of, of, of just new thoughts that, that bring curiosity towards you, O oh Lord. I pray, O oh Lord, that, that, that somebody really receives the word today, that they would really pursue to know you and not just know about you, Lord. We want to give our all to you, O oh Lord. You are our only hope. You are our only hope, Lord. We need you as a Savior in our lives. So just... Just meet us, O Lord, and allow us to really receive the word of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.